Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my episode on the raid loot from the Garden of Salvation in Shadowkeep. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. I'm probably live right now, so just go to saynotorage.com. It'll bring you right to my Twitch channel. Appreciate all of you that show up every day for the live streams. I wanted to do a talk about the raid loot because this has been a big, big sort of, I guess, soapbox for me. I've been very dissatisfied with Raid Loot and Destiny 2 up to this point. Um, And I wanted to kind of walk through everything I have kind of gotten from the the raid up to this point. Um, I got the full set of armor here, I think except for the chest piece on this guy. Um, And the stat rolls are, they're all right. They're not really where I want them, but I just kind of wanted to have them on the screen here. So I'm going to walk through and talk about the guns, the armor, and then the loot grind. I want to talk about them in those three sections. So I want to talk about the guns and then the armor. And then finally, the loot grind. First, let's talk about the guns. I think the guns obviously look and feel really, really excellent. Uh, I got a great roll on an ancient gospel. Uh, I got a you know a rapid hit swashbuckler with accurized rounds and a ranged masterworks. So I was like, oh, I was so excited to 140. And then I used it and I was just like, okay, you know, it feels cool. It sounds cool. Uh, it looks cool, but that's kind of that, that, that's kind of where we go. Like, like have to leave it. You know, they they look and they feel amazing. The actual handling of the weapon, the way that it sounds, the the aesthetic of the guns looks phenomenal. I, I think they they the art department always always nails it. But there's just nothing really stand out. If this had a specific perk, even just for Garden of Salvation, or maybe just something against Vex. I don't know. Anything to make it unique, I think, would have been a significant step up because at this point, this is kind of what we're becoming accustomed to. This this gun doesn't really outshine virtually any other gun in its in its slot. It's also an energy primary, and I just really, really struggle to enjoy energy primaries. I don't feel like they hit as hard on the crits because I think I still think there's a loss of crit multiplier on a kinetic versus an energy because, um, you know, it's got the solar damage on it. So I got probably one of the best rolls you can get on Ancient Gospel, and it just didn't feel all that tremendous. I'm going to use it in the raid today and just see what I think. I tried it in a Nightmare Hunt at 920, and it just it didn't feel all that that good. Now, someone in chat saying it's the first decent solar hand cannon we've had, but again, as, you, as he's also saying, that ain't much. That's really not making it that significant. I just, I am very disappointed to still, after this many, we're, we, we've gone through two full years of Destiny 2, we're still not delivering raid loot in a way that I think uh, is, is all that interesting, especially with the guns. Now, obviously, we have to talk about the Divinity if we're going to talk about raid guns. I love the way that you get the Divinity. I really do. It's no longer an RNG drop. It is a quest, and then you do stuff in the raid very similar to how we got the Outbreak Prime. You're doing, like, remember the monitors? You're doing these little puzzles all throughout the raid that somehow people have already figured out. So we did it yesterday. It does make your raid run take a little bit extra time. You're probably adding roughly 30 minutes or more because you're having to stop at the in-betweens and solve these puzzles and do these things with the beams. So it's probably going to add about 30 to 40 more minutes to your raid run just because if it's your first time doing the puzzles, they can be failed and have to start over, you know, at each, you know, each each puzzle. 
And they do take a bit of time with positioning and moving people around. But I absolutely love the way they delivered this weapon. I love the way you get this weapon. Way better than 1K Voices, Anarchy, and the Taraba. Like, uh, achieving this gun is very, very good. It's, it's in line with things we've done in the past. And now it's just a quest. It's also a really, really good weapon. It's also a trace rifle. So it's it's obviously got a special place uh, in, in my heart. I love trace rifles, and I love what this brings to the game. And it just looks neat. It's got a great aesthetic very you know vexian so once again we're in a situation where the guns aren't really delivering any anything that's excellent or great but the exotic is awesome i am a fan of the rapid fire fusion i I wish we had more intentionality on the loot grind i'll talk about that at the end because rapid fire fusions are awesome and there aren't that many in the game and the rapid fire fusions void and it looks and sounds really really nice i love using it uh, but again, it's not unique. It's just, it's only really standing out for me because there's not a lot of rapid fire fusions in the game. The armor, uh, somebody's saying that the auto rifle feels good at 720, so I'd love to try it out. The pulse rifle's nice. It, it, it's a go figure archetype. Um, apparently the scouts, you know, can, can is nice and can roll well too. But again, I just, there's nothing stand out. There's nothing unique. Now let's talk about the armor. I honestly like the armor more and more the more I look at it. I'm wearing everything here except for the helmets. I, I definitely think that this armor stands out uh, and looks better in the live environment than it ever did uh, in any of the... I don't have the right shader on that piece. It you know looks way better in the live environment than it ever did in those preview images they gave us. The whole, the whole criticism of reskin, I think, dies pretty quickly when you actually look at it. It does not look like the armor from the Eververse in that season. It looks very, very different. You can go in here and throw the ornaments on, uh, and I think it looks quite a bit different. The glows really add a lot. I mean, obviously, if you do this, the chest piece is very one-to-one, but, you know, the protrusions off of it, the glows, the texture change, uh, you know, it's all the paint's all chipped. I think it adds a really, really cool feel. And again, I I think the differences are notable, uh, more notable on certain pieces. It's not it's not super noticeable on all of them, and I didn't even have them all, so I can't even show you the the gauntlets, uh, the differences on the gauntlets. So, I'm I know people are gonna give me crap about that. I'm like you're such a bungee apologist, you're a bungee shill. You can't really do that in a video where I'm criticizing the raid loot while also saying I actually like the armor. That's preferential. That's subjective. I think the armor changed enough. I don't think this armor was in great saturation in the community. I don't think a lot of people had or wore this armor from the Eververse, and it looks right in line with what the raid is and feels like. The circuitry the circuitry gro- glows just, I think, are, are phenomenal. And I just now realized the circuitry actually has an animation active on it at all times. You can see the little white tracers on it. I, I, I think these glows and this armor looks better the more and more I consider it and the more and more I look at it. Those early screenshots did not do the armor any justice. I will say my criticism of the armor up to now is the stat rolls. This is the new raid. It is challenging. You got to go in there with a team that knows what they're doing. And I'm getting ho-hum stat rolls. That's a 55. I think this one was like a 55 or a 57 before putting anything on it. Uh, No, probably a 53. And I think this one was a 57 before putting like the mods on it. Base stat rolls being above 60, I think should be a guaranteed in this raid. I think it's absolute garbage that I can get better, better stat rolls by default from just random world drops. I think that's kind of dumb. Uh, I also am hearing from people they're running Leviathan. There are people running Leviathan and getting 
better stat rolls than the new raid. Uh, people are coming out of Leviathan with 60 plus stats. I had somebody telling me they had like 68 or something. The stat rolls on these should be totaling way higher than 50s. Uh, it's the brand new raid. It should be it should be the quintessential grind and the quintessential armor. Obviously, you don't have to give me god rolls out of the gate, but at least give me more than 60 total. Uh, considering folks are going and running the the dadgum Leviathan and getting better uh, stat rolls. The mods are relevant. I really really like what they've done with the mods. There's a mod here that gives me. Uh, I have the enhanced version. Uh, when you get an overshield, when you collect 10 motes, and then the enhanced version drops after you get the normal. Uh, it's almost a guarantee. It seems like every time I get the normal, the next time I get the mod, it's enhanced. I think that's on purpose. This one's just gain. I just have to collect five motes. So instead of 10, just five to get the overshield. This one's really nice. You gain an increased weapon damage when five meters within the Vex relay. I want to see if an entire team running relay defender gets a significant damage buff on the final boss. Like if you intentionally go stand next to the relay to damage him. Uh, I want to. I want to know how much that is. So I love that there are relevant. There are relevant mods for the raid that you can get that actually affect the things that you're doing in the raid. I I greatly, greatly appreciate their thoughtfulness about that and giving you a reason to run raid mods uh, on the weapons. I'm sorry, on the armor. Uh, It would have been, I I still think intrinsic perks would have been the way to go for both the weapons and the armor, but, but at the very least, this time around, the raid mods are significantly better than they used to be. Now, let's end by talking about the loot grind, and this is where I'm really going to push on Bungie to completely change their philosophy yet again. I'm going to do an entire video on raid philosophy, because I think their philosophy for Destiny 2 raids has been poor, and I I talked about that in my Garden of Salvation review, so I don't want to touch on that. What I want to touch on is the loot grind. It feels really, really weird for loot frequency and rhythm to be better basically everywhere else in the game. Uh, Vex Offensive, uh, we were just doing the grind on Nightmare Hunts for Aeris Morn's weapons, and it was very, very quick turnover. And you can get, given that the the rolls on the stats on the armor and the rolls on the weapons, there's nothing special about the stats or the rolls. I really think loot frequency in the raid is dumb. It makes no sense. There's no, You're not walking away with anything significant. You can get just as good of rolls on weapons or, or guns uh, anywhere else in the game, as well as armor. And the drop rate, philosophy, and rhythm is just it's just mind-numbingly stupid the way it's presently set up. It doesn't make any sense. It it takes significantly longer to run than most of the than most of the content, and the and the and the drops of only being able to do it once per week per character. Can we just send that down the lane and get rid of that idea? That's a carryover from Vault of Glass. Okay, we don't need that philosophy for drops anymore. It makes no sense to continue that. And beyond that, I also think the chest should drop more than one thing. I'm going into the Vex Offensive. I'm getting a gun every single chest. I'm getting multiple guns at the end, not just from the frames from Ikora, but from the chest itself. Seeing all these purple engrams pop out, and then I go into the raid and I get one item from a boss fight. One. And with bad RNG, I've gotten multiple drops on armor instead of guns. Like, it's like, man, oh man, if I could, number one, if I could rerun this more than once, and number two, 
If I got more drops per encounter, it would be significantly more enjoyable as a loot grind. So my suggestion is to do two chests, okay? You do two chests every encounter. One chest is your weekly powerful per engagement. So there's four encounters. That's four powerfuls a week per character at each chest. The other chest should just pop out two or three engrams every single time, no matter how many times you run it. Non-powerful drops should be dropping from the raid for subsequent runs from the second chest. I think think we are at a stage where they haven't really analyzed loot philosophy about the, what, what you get on them, the actual roles, the actual uniqueness of the gear, and they need to talk about loot frequency and loot generosity in the raid. It is completely disorienting to go from Vex offensive to the raid. It doesn't make any sense. I feel like I'm getting rewarded more for the easiest content and rewarded less for the hardest content. It is backwards and needs to be change and I think that Menagerie and Vex Offensive continue to indict the rest of the game for not being generous enough so overall the loot is kind of in a middle ground for me it looks cool it feels cool but it's not unique and the generosity and the loot frequency sucks so as always we're going to go to question and answer if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify or watching on YouTube you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com as always please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the raid loot in Garden of Salvation in Shadowkeep. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. I'm probably live right now, so come in and join the conversation. Maybe submit a question or two. Just go to saynotorage.com. It'll bring you right to my Twitch channel so i'm gonna jump right into the questions uh man track uh man track says how are you feeling as a person though i wish you the best i mean i, I didn't realize we were doing that no, we're not doing ama guys i appreciate you asking about me q a is not meant to be like an ask me anything uh gg it was me says off topic but what do you think about the artifact not having any mods for solar subclasses i'm gonna do a separate video about the artifact i'm gonna do a separate video i do think that the artifact is too limiting and I know there's people that disagree with me on this and that's fine I think a real simple solution I don't know how worried I am about solar subclasses void is winning the day right now and part of me is okay with that because solar subclasses have been running the show in PvE for a really really long time Blade Barrage, Celestial Nighthawk, Well of Radiance, Melting Point. So Solar's been God in PvE for a while. It's time for Void to have its day, and Oppressive Darkness is really making a lot of people put on Void. I will say that the Anti-Barrier Overload and Unstoppable, I said yesterday, I think this should say Bows or Scouts. It, you know, damage on a fully drawn arrow causes disruption. Or, or treat it like box breathing right on a scout overload you know on a, on a scout and then anything that's hand cannon should be pulse aiming down sight slows a powerful payload like so pulses and scouts could be included simply by throwing pulses on the two the two hand cannon ones and then throw scouts on the bow one because when you go to the auto rifle it says auto rifle and smg and I continue to tell people that, like, if you think this is fine, just wait until, like, SMGs and hand cannons aren't on here. Oh, you don't need them. I ran a Nightfall today at 920, and having the anti-barrier was really nice. When I didn't have it and I wasn't using it, it was annoying. Like, the guys are annoying that have that. Somebody on the team will have it. Well, not with that attitude. No, they won't. If everybody goes in thinking somebody else will take care of it, like, again... 
I, leaving out two weapons doesn't make sense. Well, sidearms are left out. Who the frick cares about sidearms in PvE? I, leaving out scouts and pulses makes no sense. Now, leaving out solar, I mean, next season it'll probably be totally different. You know, it'll it'll probably be a different run of the you know run of the show. And so again, given that like solar has been the god tier PvE subclass for forever. Uh, I'm okay with Ark and Void getting a little getting a little showtime, you know, on the artifact. And I feel those are less necessary. You don't need to run the Ark or Void subclass buffs, but having anti-barrier or overload rounds or unstoppable rounds is extremely helpful. There was an ogre just charging around the room and T-Funk used unstoppable and it said it in the kill feed, you know, T-Funk has, you know, uh, stunned or whatever and unstoppable. I forget how it phrased it. It was helpful. It was nice having that. And again, that's the power fantasy. You're giving me new a new ability, and I use it in the, in the stuff. And the people that are like, "You don't need it. You don't need it. It's easy. Don't worry about it." You're literally you're literally like nullifying something brand new that they just put into the game. They put in mods for your weapons to engage with champions and you're acting like we should just shrug it off and be like they're not necessary the new system should work and be sensible not be something that you shrug off and say I don't need that that doesn't make any sense Kona uh, Wolf what do you think about not being able to pass 950 with drops until you're 950 pre-artifact I'm not concerned with this at all pushing to 960 doesn't interest me they're plus ones I said this before the season even started. I was like, I don't even know if there's going to be enough drops in the week that are pinnacle to push you to 960. I have no idea. Um, I, I have I have no idea how that, like, it just isn't a concern of mine. Right now, when I get a bad drop on a powerful, I just shrug it off. I'm like, I don't give a frick. Like, getting the max power doesn't matter to me. Chasing a god roll shotgun today from Eris is something I was enjoying. Uh, I haven't even tried to chase her, her grenade launcher yet. Uh, chasing the raid loot. Um, chasing god rolls in Vex Offensive. Like, these are things that interest me way more than seeing some stupid number go up. I just don't care. People that care about hitting 960 are probably going to get irritated. And as I just said, I don't want to shrug off something that's designed poorly. So if people can't get the 960 in the season, even though it's not important to me, I still think Bungie should fix it. If you basically can't get... If you can't get to 960 because there's not enough drops in the season, then Bungie needs to look at it, you know? Personally, I think they should just drop at 960 and then you'd be done fairly quickly from Pinnacles, but, you know, people probably would not agree with that. Rob Ace, or Robus, do you think a token system for weapons should be implemented? I think the systems they have in place are great now. I think Eris' table is fine. I think Ikora's system is great. It's a currency that you buy bounties or quests for. You complete the quest, you get the gun. Do it again. So, like right now, the grind for the shotgun from Eris Morn, you run the Gall Nightmare at 920, kill everything so you get platinum. They need to be better about educating this you on this. It's hard to see it. It's in the kill feed for like a split second. Platinum reward guarantees you the essence. Essence of Rage is what you want for the shotgun. So you run Gall, you get Essence of Rage. Then go to what I was doing is I was running uh, top tree on on the striker titan with double grenades and I was running this lost sector and getting big grenade kills and I was getting it done very very quickly you can also run skull fort and shoulder charge but the grenades give you more percent when you do that you get the, you get the essence completed you go pop out a shotgun and then you do it again 
you run gall you get the thing you you uh you grind you grind the quest and get the gun now you need 20 of these to buy the phantasmal core and you do get these periodically from certain things so make sure you know you're cashing those in and not sitting at cap so when you're grinding for that I, I really enjoy that grind. I love the grind in Vex Offensive. You grab the things from um, Ikora, you complete them, you run Vex Offensive, you get the weapons over and over. How do you get Platinum? It seems like you just have to kill everything. If you kill everything and kill every night nightmare, you just get Platinum automatically. Go go quickly, obviously, there's a timer. But it seems like you just kill all the stuff and you get enough points for Platinum. Kill all the champions, I think. They probably did that so because they probably realized people were going to run past the champions if they were being annoying. So kill every champion and you'll get platinum. It's at 920. It was a guaranteed guaranteed essence drop. So you get the essence guaranteed. So if you don't feel like go- farming for the phantasm or the or the cores to buy the essence, you can get the essence every week. Now, obviously, when Gaul's not around, you can't do that. Um, so you'd have to ch- adjust your grind a little bit to get the to get the things. What's platinum? Again, it's not very clear. They don't really show you. It's in the kill feed for like a split second. There's no score. There's no score thing at the end. There's no end like title, like screen. You just literally get a high enough score from killing all the champions. Platinum achieved. They give you the essence. That's it. So, T-Funk says, Would you prefer god rolls like Fatebringer with lower drop rates? Even maybe not get a drop every boss, like a chance at a drop. Uh, than a chance at the weapon, or random rolls in raids. Also, do you think they should be perks like Oracle Disruptor? Uh, this is a good question. I think after the experience he will had with Anarchy and 1k Voices, I don't think God rolls with low drop rates is ideal. Because what ends up happening is people lose interest, it becomes more challenging to raid, and then you never get the weapon. It's just kind of like... Because if it's a really low drop rate and it takes a month and a half to get the gun, that really sours it. It's like, I've been playing for a month and a half and could have been enjoying this freaking weapon, and instead I've been sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, okay? So I think I think what I suggested is two chests, one chest, only one chest per encounter per character is for a powerful. So you get four chests a week on your Titan, and each of those chests is a powerful, okay? Then there's another chest that opens every time you run it, no matter how many times you run it, for non-powerful, and two to three engrams pop out. And that way you can go for the role that you want. The reason this system is better is, let's say you're like me, and you think the rapid-fire fusion is nice, and you get a role that you like, but you're hoping for a god role. Well, in the meantime, I can run Zealous Reward and enjoy it and feel like, oh, at least I've got something for my time, and then you keep running the raid hoping for the better version, hoping for the better role. I think that is a better system for loot pursuit, because you don't get worn out, you get more addicted, I think. I think most of your friends would feel the same way. They'd be like, I don't quite have the role that I want yet on my gun. I'm not going to give up, I'm going to keep trying. I think generosity is more likely to get that weekly engagement because you know dude you're getting two or three drops per boss kill come on let's go um maybe they could ramp up drops as the season goes maybe the first month it's just one it's just one extra drop one extra non-powerful drop per encounter you can just grind the frick out of it and then in month two it goes up to two drops and then in the last month it's three drops so you can kind of blitz the raid in the final month if you haven't gotten the rolls that you wanted and the and the, and the drop rates are as high as they could possibly be maybe they could do something like that I don't know I just don't think the, re- the raids feel rewarding at all they're fun and when you want the stuff you're in there but eventually everybody hits that burnout phase where you're like I can't get the dadgum thing to drop Um, now as far as having Oracle Disruptor 
I think raids raid guns need two things. Number one, I think they need to be better. So the stat rolls on the armor should automatically be better. I, I don't think stat rolls on armor in the raid should fall below 60. Don't at me. Like, I'm in an endgame environment and you're giving me literal trash stats that can be outpaced by a drop on a public event. That shouldn't happen. The the floor stats on a, on, a, on a piece of raid armor should be higher. It should be like 60. And then on the guns, I don't know. I kind of feel like guns need more than Oracle Disruptor. They need more than Oracle Disruptor. Like, they should just be better in general. Like, I don't know. Maybe their version of Rapid Hit um, requires less rapid precision hits to proc, and it's it's easier to get rapid hit up and running on on a, on a gun from the raid. Uh, you know, maybe um, backup plan lasts a little bit longer. It grants reduced charge time and increased handling speed for a short time immediately after swapping to this weapon. Well, maybe backup plan on a raid gun lasts a little bit longer, so you get a couple more shots on rapid hit. Again, those would be minute, but they would be like pinnacle, right? It would be enhanced backup plan, enhanced rapid hit. That would be minor. It would be like the, the adept versions in trials a little bit, right? And then if you want to add something like Oracle Disruptor, go ahead, but I don't think you need to when you have mods like this, right? You know, I get an overshield for five modes. I get increased weapon damage with, if I'm within five meters of an active Vex relay. I think these bring bring enough. I think the unique raid perks are the best they've ever been with these specific mods. Maybe they need to drop a little bit more. They tend to only drop from the secret chest, which seems a little strange. Um... But in general, I, I think I think these are the answer. Like here's another one: gain powerful damage resistance while part of a tether. Um, and I have enhanced, right? As opposed to this one. So when I go into the raid, you better freaking believe I'm gonna run this. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna run enhanced resistance tether. I think these are cross class as well. So I can run this. I can earn it on my Titan and run it somewhere else. I think that's I think that's the way those work. Um, I don't know if I have any of the I don't know I, I don't know if I have any of the solar ones. I'd have to see if I have any Dream Bane uh, gear that is uh, solar affinity uh, to check. It doesn't look like I have any Dream Bane gear on this character at solar. Oh, right here. Um, voltaic ammo collector increases the chance of finding heavy ammo while you have voltaic overflow buff. I, here's what I think Bungie's doing, and then I have enhanced. Greatly increases the chance of finding heavy ammo. Here's what I think they're doing. Um, and then they have the, and then they have relay defender increased weapon damage while within five meters of the Vex relay. It feels like they're putting some of the more powerful benefits on solar, on the mods, and then they're putting some of the more the, the benefits on the artifact is like arc and void. And I think they didn't want to double dip. They didn't want you to be able to get like awesome power for solar and then also get enhanced voltaic ammo collector. I think they're trying to split it up. But again, running solar on the armor doesn't really does do anything to your subclass. So I don't know, but it does feel like they're trying to split up some of the power between the um, the between the uh, affinities, the elemental affinities. So, uh, you know, in this not being solar, I can't run that one. So, like, I, having to switch to a solar mark is not a huge deal. It just feels really unnecessary. I'm not a fan of the. Uh, I was. I would told people it wasn't going to be that big of a deal, but the more I interact with the elemental affinity, the more I dislike it. Um, I don't know. People are like, well, it's limiting and it causes more grind. I mean, does it though? Does it? Do you know how long it's going to take to get God roll stats on your armor and then get the right affinity as well? It just feels like too many layers of RNG. I think people are going to eventually really push back on it.
they already are pushing back on it. Uh, Slipknot. Do you think Bungie would ever port D1 raids to D2? If they ever did, which raid would you like to see? All of them, uh, but it's probably unlikely. We have it on pretty good authority that bringing bringing D1 content over to D2 is really challenging. Uh, it's really challenging. So they, they, they struggle. Um, and what I think... What is this? Oh, I was like, what is this voicemail? I was like, oh my gosh, I thought it was something from my CPA. It's not. I was like, what the frick? It's really, really hard for them to bring stuff over from D1 to D2. It's really, really challenging. And I don't think they're going to do that for for content that would have two things working against it. Number one, a smaller percentage of the community runs raids. Number two, it people would be like, oh, it's a reskin. Oh, it's a reskin. So I, I don't think that they would want to do that. I, I really don't. I don't think they want to run um, the, the the gauntlet of, of, of community criticism to say, oh, it's reskin, and then it takes them a long time to do it, and it's far, you know, the people complaining about this armor being a reskin, a lot of those douchebags don't even play raids. They're like, what? Yeah, they're like cussing Bungie out on the forums and being jerks, and they don't even fruck, they, they don't even like run run the raids. They don't even go in. Like, what are you doing? I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, T-Main. Why did Bungie feel the need to move away from raid-specific perks on weapons and armor? Well, the armor is there. I just showed it. Okay. I just showed it. Say no to rage, yet you're raging right now. If that is rage, if 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 you think that's rage, I'm really sorry that you're that easily frightened. Okay? I'm passing cars on the street in, like, a strong gust of wind, if it makes you wet yourself... I'm sorry you're that sensitive, but um, that's not rage what I was just doing. But, you know, if you're going to hang out here, you might want to have a little bit of a stronger, like, disposition or you won't make it. But you're on the internet, too, so this really isn't the best place for you. Um, yeah, I, they, they, they definitely added, they definitely added the, 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 the specific perks. And I really like them. I really, really like them on the on the armor i think the mods on armor are really really good it reminds me remember what i said about wrath of the machine increase resilience when holding a uh, a siva charge increase at you know agility when holding a, scor- a, a scorch cannon i actually think these mods are better than the wrath ones the benefits we're getting on these on these mods are better than the wrath ones um now they're not intrinsic to the armor but I think th- th- there's a good thing about that. They're not intrinsic to the armor, so you can pick which one you want to use. You can cycle through. Like, imagine I go into the raid, and I can use this one here is when I'm close to a relay. Well, I would use that in the last fight. And then this one here, an overshield when I collect five motes, I would use this maybe in another fight. I, or maybe I would use this in the, the third fight. So I can switch them at will for 500 Glimmer. That's a really big benefit to the player. Now, as far as raid-specific perks to the guns, I already kind of addressed that. I don't think we need raid-specific. I think we need the perks to be enhanced so they're a little bit better, and then I need to be able to farm for the good rolls, so you need to drop more per week. Globes. What are your thoughts on remastering year one? Yeah, we already I already addressed remastering the raids. Um, Mantrax. Hang on, before I do that, Slipknot's responding. I think they moved away from unique perks because they think it creates an unbalance inside the game, which is also the reason that they didn't uh, make any pinnacle weapons for this reason. I think that they don't want to deal with it being a way to balance unique perks on legendary weapons. Right, Slipknot, I hear where you're coming from, and I think, like, making rapid hit enhanced or making 
you know, backup plan enhanced. I, I'm concerned that that we're overstating how influential a slightly, even if it's very, very minor, right? It still gives me the sense that the gear is better. Even if it's very, very minor, like one extra shot on Zealous Reward ain't going to throw off Crucible. It just isn't. Well, you're going to go in a room and you're going to kill three people because you got enhanced backup plan. I mean, maybe, but if they're potatoes, they probably deserve it. If three people can't kill one guy running in a room, I don't know. Enhanced rapid hit. That's just giving me a little bit fast. That's giving me the, the reload buff a little bit earlier. Um, you know, obviously you'd have to be careful Enhanced Outlaw would just make it reload a little bit faster. Teeny tiny minor micro milliseconds of benefit. If people cry about that hurting hurting PvP, I got news for you. You got a recluse, you got a mountaintop, you got one-eyed mask. Are you really going to try and tell me that some enhanced perks on raid guns are going to be more problematic than the three things I just rolled off? You really think that? Like, suddenly Recluse and Mountaintop and One-Eyed Mask are are outshined by enhanced perks on guns? Come on, man. No way. No way. I just... I don't know. I, I really, really don't think those types of perks would be that, that beneficial. Can you imagine getting a raid grenade launcher and it has enhanced spike nades so it gets a little bit of extra damage than normal spike nades? There's nothing wrong with that. It's a, it's it's a teeny tiny like a. If you get rampage on a raid weapon or spike nades on a raid weapon, it's a little bit better. And if it's marginal, you wouldn't feel like I have to run raid gear. I have to get enhanced rampage or my gun is worthless. No, you would be like it's it, yeah, it should be slightly better. It should be slightly better. But I mean, Crucible's insane right now. I mean, I listen. I played one game the other day, and it was exactly what I was worried it was going to become. I don't know if you guys are having this experience. It was just hard-scoped lanes. I came around a corner every time there was three or four people waiting for me. Everybody's just using snipers and scouts now because they, they, they mess with mid-range. So, like, people are putting away their hand cannons. People are putting away their pulse rifles. And it's just, it is hard, hard-scope hard scope laneville with snipers and scouts. And, I mean, I just, I got out my Mida and I did the same thing. There was a point in time where there was four of us and four of them. It was like... It was like the Revolutionary War. We were just lined up shooting at each other. <laughs> we were just lined up shooting at each other. I really don't think enhanced perks would do anything to Crucible. I really, I really don't. Mantrax. This might be off topic, but it's about activity-specific loot. Do you believe that they should in- increment the specific loot pool for events, which would mean creating a weapon or gun around each new striker activity that would have much more physical resemblance to the boss? You got to be careful here. You're going to fill the loot pool too much. I mean, I, I-, I think, um, I-, I think what you have here is a good suggestion, but. I- maybe that's how the nightfall loot should work I mean that's what the warden's law is supposed to be it's supposed to be a gun influenced both by the name you know the warden of nothing and it's supposed to kind of look like I think a little bit influenced by the aesthetic of that environment and stuff I mean these the symbols on the side might be throughout the that, that encounter I don't know um I think they're already doing that. I mean, they've done that with a handful of items. Now, doing it for every single activity, they're already kind of doing that. 
everything on the moon, the nightmare hunts and farming the moon, you have Eris Morn's table, you have the Vex offensive, you have nightmare specific, I'm, I'm sorry, nightfall specific loot looks like the stuff that it comes from. So they're already kind of doing this. Cooperman, hey Lono, sorry to bother you at work. <laughs> Just wondering if you knew if Nightfall the Ordeal could drop exclusive loot, or if any of the new strikes have any special loot. I don't know if, if we. I don't know if we've discovered strike-specific loot in the new strikes. I don't know if Hashladun or Hashladun. I don't know if she can drop anything specific. Oh, they do. What 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 do the new strikes have then? I haven't seen any uh, any videos or or screenshots yet. Um, because that's always fun when you can farm the Nightfall for specific loot. I like doing that. Uh, the drop rate's a little low, though. That's the only problem. I, I honestly think it should drop every time. Again, if loot rhythm and loot frequency and other activities is so high, I shouldn't be completing an entire Nightfall and getting nothing. It should just drop every time. Um, I got the Sniper last week. I don't know about the new strikes, but I got the exclusive from last week doing ordeals. Oh, so you can get the the, the Nightfall exclusive while you're doing the ordeal. Okay. Um, in regards to your point about increasing loot drops in the raid for better chances to get your desired guns, I think Bungie already has done something about that this raid. They've greatly reduced the number of perks that can load in each column to around four, so you have a better chance of getting what you want. Would you consider that a good compromise? First of all, how do you know that? Where did you hear that? Where did you hear that? Because this fusion here, I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't see what's possible role. Did Light GG update? And have you looked at the the possible roles? I've not seen that reported. Are they loaded into Light GG now? I didn't realize they were loaded. Oh, they are. Okay, well, hang on a second. I'm actually interested. All right, we're gonna go to Light GG, and I want to look at the Zealot. I want to look at the Zealot. Uh. I still don't think this is a good compromise, just just for full disclosure, before I even look at this. I don't think this is a good compromise, because it's still, I still think the drop rate's terrible. Yeah, okay, so the Zealot can, on the second column, it's either Rampage, High Impact Reserves, Disruption Break, or Backup Plan, and in the, and in the first column, it's either Feeding Frenzy, Under Pressure, uh, Shield Disorient, or Auto-Loading. Okay, I will admit, I will admit that's better, but it's not, we're not going far enough. Because, like, any Feeding Frenzy can combine with any of those and be pretty good. Like, Feeding Frenzy Rampage. Uh, Shield Disorient and Disruption Break is a, is a really good synergy. Uh, backup Plan and Auto-Loading Holster is really, really nice. Like, you get that pair. Like, I like that they're limiting the pool. I do. I think that's a good step. That's a good step, but I don't think we're going far enough. I don't think we're going far enough. The, the, you're still... You're still making it incredibly difficult because I can run the entire raid and never even see the fusion rifle. If I was getting the fusion rifle guaranteed every time from the same spot, I I would I might soften up. That's three chances a week on on the fusion rifle. You know what I'm saying? But then the problem with that is is that that means you're getting the entire you you'd, you'd have to get every gun every time every encounter and that wouldn't work. That's like well, no, that might be a good compromise. If I end every raid and I get all of the weapons and all of the armor pieces, every raid I finish, and that, that's my run for the week, that might be a better compromise than a loot explosion. 
It's six of one, half a dozen of the other. Mine would require you to run it multiple times. So you would keep going back in there, which is more in line with the identity of Destiny. It's more in line with the identity of the Destiny for me to rerun the raid a couple of times, and like, maybe on my second or third run, I finally get a couple fusion rifles to drop, and I can check their rolls. I don't like the idea of like, getting a guaranteed drop every time, so like, I would end and get all the guns and all the armor, and be like, well, that's my chance this week. I got, I didn't get any good stats on the armor, I didn't get to get any good rolls on the guns. I don't know, it, it seems better to say... No, you gotta run it, you know, you gotta run it multiple times. Um, I have missed some subs and stuff because I was doing the talk. Steph hit for 21, OK Otter hit for 35, Hendrix live with 100 bits, and I'm not KC with five months, thank you. There is just something to me, alright, there is something to me that is just sensible about saying, welcome to the raid, Loot is loot. Loot drops well. The, it, it, the loot drop rate is good, and you can run it more than you can run it more than one time a week per character. I don't know. It just makes sense to me. It's like other activities are are like I said. There, there's just there's such an indictment. They are such an indictment of of things like the raid. You know, the Vex offensive, the menagerie. There's so many things that are even even the nightmare hunt grind for Eris Morn's weapons. I don't know why you're giving us again because the weapons, the weapons not having anything that phenomenal about them is a really really strong defense of my position. If these guns were insane, if they were like mini exotics, then I could see saying like, no, we can't give you tons of drops every time. I can see that, okay? But, you know, I go to the Ancient Gospel. Again, a lot of great combinations. Rapid hit kill clip. Uh, it's You know, it can have kill clip, rangefinder, or dragonfly, or swash on this lane. And then here, it's rapid hit, slide shot, eye of the storm, or outlaw. And then here, it's obviously got well, five. It's got drop mag, accurized rounds, attack uh, mag, extended mag, steady rounds, and alloy. Um... So, like, you know, I, I do think they've moved in a better direction. They've definitely moved in a better direction with limiting the, the, the pool of perks, but I still think there's something to be said for allowing me to run it more than one time a week for drops. Start small, for Frick's sake. Any, any, if I run the Titan multiple times, he gets non-powerful. He gets one non-powerful drop every encounter. Start small. Start small, Bungie. Just let me rerun the dadgum thing for non-powerfuls, one drop per encounter, and I would probably do that for a while before I get burned out, you know? You don't have to swing so hard at it, you don't have to give me multiple drops per encounter like I'm asking for. Might be, I, maybe I'm getting too greedy, but still. Johnny Always, how do you feel about the raid playing a major part in getting to max six, uh, 960? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. 960 just doesn't ultimately matter that much with the artifact, and... I, I will not table or give grounds to people that don't think the raid should give something unique or cool. Uh, I just, I really am not going to give any ground to that argument. I, I can't, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of defending that notion. We've now had two years of boring raid loot because we've given, we've given an entitled whiny, you know, viewpoint too much footing in the, in the game. It's, it's just whiny and entitled. Well, you shouldn't be able to get the best gear and the hardest content. Shut the frick up. That's exactly how it should be. Seriously. 
That it that 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 sentimentality needs to just go away. It should have zero influence over the over the over the scope of this game. It should have zero influence over the scope of this game. Stop creating aspirational content if you're not going to put good loot in it. You are wasting so much effort and energy. Here's a dungeon. Here's a raid. Here's really hard content. Why would I go run it? Oh, there's loot in there. Is it any better than anything else in the game? Well, no, not really. We 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 don't want we don't want people to be upset. You know. I just raids are also fun. Well, I actually really really like the new raid. I'm just saying, logistically speaking, I I just I don't know. I, logistically speaking, we've had two years now of Destiny Two raids offering a bunch of ho hum loot. And it just doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. The raid sniper doesn't even have a DPS style role. Well, I mean, that's we could talk about that later, I guess. Waits for none. Should I dismantle armor 1.0 exotics I have when I pull from collections? Do I get an armor 2.0 version? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You get the 2.0 version, and then you can slot it how you want. That's what I did with my uh, one-eyed mask, so I could run grenade launcher and boss resist unbiased gamer do you think the design of d2 raids nowadays oh do you like the design nowadays and the d2 raids have been uh to learn a single mechanic and then use it throughout the whole raid leviathan was terrible but at least each encounter had different mechanics and felt different um i no i mean leviathan okay for i think you're overstating the mechanics okay first of all leviathan had similar mechanics throughout that were tied to calling out dog, swords, warriors, whatever the frick we said. Son. Uh, Chowball Sosa, 34 months, getting close to the three-year badge, 24 months from Apophis. That's a gold badge. Welcome back. Uh, I think you're I think you're I think you're understating how Leviathan did have a lot of common themes and similar mechanics throughout. Now, the dog encounter was extremely unique, but I really feel like I'm trying to think here. I mean, is it really worth praising the mechanics if they're not that great? Like the, the, what is it? The gauntlet? I don't know. The gauntlet's just a snooze fest to me. That's subjective. That's my opinion. Loaded toast with two months. Thank you. Um, I don't feel like it's the same mechanic throughout. I mean, they combine mechanics. Like you steal the charge from her. But the way that the stealing the charge from her and the pain point in the first encounter is nothing like the second encounter. You gotta steal the charge from her and then stun her three and then stun her eyes. And then while you're doing that, these other guys are banking and defending. And then once you get past, um, before that, you're just banking and defending. It's sort of a, it sort of builds on itself. I see what you're saying. You start out by making sure you take her charge and then you're using tethers to, to open up gates. And then the second one, you're using tethers and banking and well you're not banking, you're using tethers and you're defending. And then the third one, you're using enlightenment and you're banking and defending and you're doing you're taking her charge. And then the last fight, you're banking, you're defending, you're tethering, uh, you're doing all of it. I don't know. I, there's something about that that I think is fine because you could be really really good at banking in an encounter three and you could be awful in the last fight so I don't necessarily think it's like oh it's the same mechanic all throughout it's it is the same mechanic but the application of it is so different like what you're doing in fight number three is significantly different than the last fight um I I think it evolves enough listen I think Leviathan 
I dislike it, but at least it's like harmonious and beautiful in its own way. If it had better loot, then I would have been in there. I can say that for all the raids. Last Wish, Scourge, Crown of Sorrow. They're all cool in their own way, but the loot wasn't a strong enough motivator, so I just stopped running. I just stopped running it. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put myself through that. It's it's pointless. Anarchy never dropped for me. I just got sick of running Scourge. So hopefully they can make Anarchy a quest and I can finally get it. Like they've done with a lot of the other exotics. H. Mongolite. Lona, with the post-950 grind being so slow, can it be the race to 960 is to be a year-long goal versus seasonal? It will take 80%, 80 perfect pinnacle drops to get from 950 to 960, so it seems almost impossible to get this season. It's possible they don't have it tooled right. Um, it's possible that they, they didn't get it tooled right. That doesn't sound like that's how it's supposed to work. If 960 is basically... Is, is 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 almost mathematically impossible. If it's so improbable that it becomes impossible, like almost nobody's going to shoot the moon, then they need to retool it. It might not be right. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a TWAB about this soon. If, they, if, if your calculations are correct, I feel like they're going to speak to this. By the way, if you're new and you're enjoying the interactive podcast style, we will be raiding in a little bit, but I like to do a daily show and a daily Q&A with the community. If you like this style of interactive podcast stream, be sure to click the follow button. Uh, That's the little heart button. That makes sure that you don't miss streams and you don't miss out on the content. Jay Laughlin. Hey, Lono, do you think the continuous story that each season will bring will be substantial and keep momentum of Shadowkeep going, or do you think they'll be more like low stake story I like questions like this I don't know how I'm supposed to make a prediction on this I have no idea man they've not given us any hints now what they have said is this season 1 starts things off and is the catalyst season 2 builds season 3 gets intense and then the final season the fourth season in the summer it's going to be like no other time in destiny I'm just quoting Bungie when I say that and I can't make a whole lot of predictions other than to be like that's what Bungie said so I, I, I'm, I am hopeful. I think if the tone of what we got in Shadowkeep is setting the stage, then I'm excited. But I don't know what they're gonna do with it. I'm just excited to see what they, what they have. So, Scoob, what if during the raid with the contest modifier on, you could choose to take your drop or deny it, and then be allowed to return to the raid to try to get the rolls that you want from the raid? Obviously, they would have to make an option for the raid. I mean, you're creating a new, a new mechanic. You're, just, you're creating a new mechanic that I don't think is necessary. I think your first run through, you get all powerful. So your second run through, you don't. And you just keep getting drops. Right? Think about the logic of Destiny right now. Okay? Why do they limit something to once a week? Why? Let's let's actually track the logic here. And once I make this connection, I think a light bulb is going to go off for you. Okay? What do they limit? You only get this once per week from this source. What is it? It's power. Powerful drops. Okay? Why did they limit raids originally? Because originally, that's what the raid loot did. It gave you power. That's how you leveled up. Remember being Forever 29 because you couldn't get boots to drop? So, it's an archaic and outdated philosophy for raid drops. How does the rest of the game work? If you want a shotgun from this activity, how does the rest of the game work? Just keep running it. Whether it's Escalation Protocol, a Nightfall-specific drop, Vex Offensive, Eris Morn's Rune Table, the Menagerie, the Reckoning, uh, the Black Armory Forges, the entire rest of the game 
is if you want this loot with the roll that you want, just keep running it. And we have an archaic, outdated philosophy on loot drops. Raid loot drops were limited to one per week because it was a powerful way of leveling up. And that's how that's 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 how it is for powerfuls now. Once a week you get a powerful from Nightfall. Once a week you get a powerful from Crucible. Once a week you get a powerful from Strikes. Once a week you get a powerful from Zavala. It, it's 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 illogical. It doesn't line up. You're not a real thirty. You got your helmet from Iron Banner. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Limiting power per week makes sense. Limiting drops per week doesn't, because nothing else in the game does that. If you're gonna try and tell me we need to limit raids or people will stop raiding, then apply that logic to everything else in the game. Vex offensive, Eris Morn's nightmare hunt grind, Nightfall specific loot. I, I mean, the, 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 the logic doesn't the, the, the doesn't hold. It doesn't. Everything else in the game, Menagerie, the Black Armory Forges. We have proven as a player base, if you let me chase a gun over and over and over and over again, I chase it. We did it in the Menagerie. We did it in the Black Armory. We complained about Reckoning because the drop rate was so trash. And when they raised the drop rate, what did everybody do? They went and grind a Menagerie to try to get the the Doom uh, the Doomsday or uh, the Spare Rations. So, like... To me, the lot it has got to be one of the most inc- glaring inconsistencies in the game right now. Who is going to take the time to take six people into the raid and start getting generous drops and be like, I can't believe they're dropping stuff like this, man. I'm done raiding. No one would ever say that sentence and be serious. But this is what people say. I'm, dude, I'm done. I'm done. This is the third week in a row. I can't get the fusion to drop. I'm freaking sick of this. I'm out. And I'm always going to come back to this very, very simple principle. People are always going to stop engaging with content eventually. They always do. Eventually, you're going to stop engaging with content. You just do. You get tired of it, okay? Do you want people to stop engaging with content because it was rewarding and they got stuff they wanted and they're like, okay, I'm kind of done. I spent a month or however long grinding Vex Defensive or Raids or whatever and I finally got the God Rolls that I want and now I'm done. Would you rather them to disengage because they got what they wanted or do you want them to disengage because they're irritated and they're not getting what they wanted? Which do you think is better? It's, it has got to be one of the most painfully obvious necessary changes. If I'm te- I don't know, dude. I, I got pretty good at saying what needed to happen, and the twabs leading up to Shadowkeep were like bullet points from my videos for the last six months. I won't, I, I'll be shocked if they never address this issue in raid drops. I really will be shocked if they never address it. They just leave it as is, just one a week. I just, I feel like that change will eventually happen. Fuzzy Boss. Uh, do you think the reason the lackluster loot in raids is because Bungie knows only a small percentage of the population does raids? This means they don't want to lock these pinnacle guns behind a wall that people won't get over. If Bungie is saying what you just said, if they're sitting down in a meeting and Luke Smith says this, we don't want to put good loot in the raid because only a small percentage of people you know, run raids, then Luke Smith becomes somebody else when he says that. That's not Luke Smith. Luke Smith is World of Warcraft, MMO action RPG with breadth and depth. That's what he wants to bring to Destiny. Luke Smith does not agree with that. I, I promise you that he doesn't think that way. This guy was a scarab lord in World of Warcraft, okay? He is never, ever going to utter that sentence. And if somebody utters that sentence in front of him, he's going to say, no, that's not the way we're doing it. I think this stuff was built before he got in charge. 
this is how th- this was built before he got in charge. Write it down. Write this down. The, the the next the raid the next big raid we get if we get it a year from now let's say a year from now after Luke Smith has been at the helm I promise you the raid loot will be better it will be if he's in charge and they build a raid for next year 2020 the raid loot will be better I believe it I trust it he doesn't even have to tell me he doesn't even have to tell me I just trust his philosophy and his approach to gaming will adjust raid loot there's no way it stays this way this this right here this right here is is old is old pre Luke this is pre Luke Smith being French head of franchise there is literally no way that they, that the raid loot stays it is with him at the helm wow raids are still one drop per boss per week per character okay still but the it, but it is but the raid loot significantly better isn't it right it's justified to have drop rates be that low when the raid loot is significantly better. Is raid loot in World of Warcraft as good as as good as world drops? I highly doubt that. I, I highly doubt that. How is this raid pre-Luke Smith? Uh, because this was probably in development uh, early this year, and the loot pool was probably already in development. This this stuff was already all pre had been already in development. And they probably didn't have time to start creating new perks because remember what uh, Dylan said about adding random rolls to the guns in Escalation Protocol. It requires a lot of testing and they didn't have time to do that. So they roll the dice. Also consider something with me. I'll prove that I'm right. Are you ready? I'm going to prove that I'm right. Luke Smith said they don't want to do anything with weapons right now. They want to focus on Armor 2.0. And what did Luke Smith do to the armor in the raids? He added stuff like this. His influence is already giving us what we want. Enhanced Voltaic Mo Collector. Relay Defender. This is Luke Smith's fingerprints already landing on raids. Checkmate, like, in the debate. Like, he's already influencing raid loot. Already. He said in an interview, they don't want to mess with raid, they don't want to mess with guns, they want to get armor right. And the minute they address armor, what does Luke's fingerprint on the game do? It adds things that we've been asking for raid specific perks like wrath of the machine these perks are fantastic so i believe and trust he's going to bring this same influence to guns and the guns in future raids once once luke smith gets his fingers on it it's going to be way better than it is now i believe it because he's already doing it i i'm telling you luke smith at the helm we are not you are not you are not going to have chintzy garbage loot in raids anymore it's not going to happen that's going to go away and people are going to complain and i don't care that's how it should be the best loot should be in the hardest content that's just how it should be even if it's marginal now one thing one one piece of feedback i have for luke smith is i don't think the stats should be rolling under 60 i think the floor of stats on raid loot should be 60 okay I, I, I do. I think I, I think they should be the stats should not be dropping below stuff I can get from a freaking public event. I mean, this is a fifty-five and it's got it's its stats are barely higher than something I like I got on a pub bounty or pulled from the stupid season pass. Like you see what I'm saying? The the loot now this is sixty-three, don't look at that. It's 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 got resilience mod on it. It's actually a fifty-three, I think. How much do the how, how much do the mods add? Let's see. Oh, they add they add ten. So for future references, I was right. I thought it was ten. So this is a base stat of fifty-three. So this right here is dead even with Dreambane Greaves that I got basically for nothing. 
So that that needs to change too. That's a quality of life update for the future. Again, the the, the mods the mods tell me that with Luke Smith in charge, raid loot's going to climb out of the gutter. It is. It already is. it already is climbing out of the gutter. I have this feeling of like, oh my gosh, I'm going into the raid, dude. Exotic should have that slot, by the way. That's more feedback for them. What the actual frick? Um, maybe that's motivation to run raid armor. Um, being able to put on enhanced resistant tether, gain powerful damage resistance while part of a tether chain. That's awesome. That's what Wrath did. Wrath gave you perks that made you feel stronger in the raid. The, the regular version is gain damage resistance while part of a tether. This is gain powerful damage resistance while part of a tether. Oh, yeah. I still think that should be on an exotic, though. You shouldn't feel like you can't run a raid mod on an exotic. I don't know. Same with the artifacts. You should be able to run. You should be able to run the the art like this artifact mod here, anti barrier hand cannon. You should be able to slap down on an exotic hand cannon. Ah, that that limitation doesn't make sense to me. Mavericate. Would a larger percentage of the community participate in raids if they were more generous? Um. Ah, this is going to touch on my philosophy talk, but I don't think D2 raids are welcoming to, to inexperienced players because one bad player can ruin it. One bad player can ruin it. How many times yesterday, and I was one of the people, so hang with me here. I'm not, I'm not throwing stones in a glass house, okay? How many times yesterday did one person's mistake ruin the run? How many times? Every time. Every time. That's how they're designed. It's there, there. There is no. There is no. Oh, we'll fix this. We'll clutch it up. It's one person's mistake. Pretty much sinks the ship. I forgot to bank. I forgot to bank a bunch of times yesterday. Okay, I was the dumb dumb in the room multiple times, and it screwed the run. We had to start with one person. One person. Like I said, D one raids. Two to three strong players could carry the team. In Destiny 2, one bad player will sink the team. Just one. Alright? And I was the bad player a couple times. I kept We kept changing strategies. I kept getting distracted. I wasn't paying attention. Forgot the bank frick. Wiped the run. Now, we fixed it. We fixed it. it, it when we finally beat it, somebody ran, got moats, came back, and we fixed it. But it was crazy. And people were like, that was it, Lono. That was the hero moment. I <laughs> Those were few and far between. You know, so if you increase the loot generosity, I think more people would want to go into raids. Would they go in and get in there and beat it? I don't know. (laughs) They're really hard. They're not hard, but they're hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're not hard, but they're, I think the word that people use that I think works really well, they're not hard, but they're unforgiving. And when you go into unforgiving content, okay, unforgiving content is also unwelcoming. Unforgiving content's also unwelcoming. I think it'd be really, really difficult. I I, I don't want to go in with inexperienced people. Like, think about it like this. In Destiny 1, you could teach somebody while you are still being successful, okay? Hang with me here. I'm not talking about carrying somebody and telling them to shut up and stand in the corner. You could carry somebody and teach them while you are still being successful. In Destiny 2, not so much. Not so much. You you are teaching them while failing. Come on, man, you gotta do this. Fail. Come on, man, you gotta do this. Fail. 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 Because of them. 
because of them one one bad person one mistake sinks the ship so it's very difficult to take that inexperienced person because you know what you're signing up for they're a potential anchor on your entire afternoon oh dude let's let's crank out some raid completions today oh he's coming oh my gosh guardian down and you know who it is like the guy's name is guardian down and it's just i i I do i think that philosophy shift makes a lot of people happy i think i think paul tassie nailed it on the podcast on monday he said i think a lot of the loot change i'm I'm sorry i'm sorry a lot of the change in design is because they're designing raids for redeem they're they're designing raids for the stacked guys they're designing raids for the races and the and the and the six man everyone has to be an all-star and that makes it really really tough to pull you know pull somebody in when you're just trying to get in and out for your drops you're less likely to help others you want to get in and out fast if the raid had more generosity more reason to play multiple times like wrath you're more willing uh to run and help others that's actually a really good counterpoint eugene that's a good counterpoint. That could have an effect on more people running the raid and helping. Because I could get my three quick runs in, and then I could say, you know what? I have no problem helping people the rest of the week because I'm going to get more drops. Why not? And the more people I help, the more they learn, the more my friends list will be full of people that know what the frick they're doing, the more I'll have people to raid with each week. But when it's, I, I want to get my three runs in and be done because that's it. This is my only chance. I get my drops and I'm out. I get my drops and I'm out. But giving people drops beyond those three, I think I think Eugene's right. It might have that effect on people saying, well, why not? We're gonna get extra drops. Steve and Jeremy are at work. We can't we can't do a smooth run right now. Let's take these other two guys. You know, they they, they could potentially learn and become good and they can help us on Fridays when these guys are at work. And you create a larger friends list of raiders. Why? Loot drops, generosity. I, I'm gonna always I'm gonna drive that home. If I was running for president, Lono 2020, generosity drives engagement. I am not a crook, right? Generosity drives engagement. That would be my slogan. Vote for Lono 2020, presidents. Generosity drives engagement. Because ultimately, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to drive people into content. That's what you're trying to do. And that's what generosity does. It drives engagement. It does not diminish engagement. Diablo has proven this. And so has Anthem. Raid shouldn't be like that. There are other activities to jump in and out of. Raid should be done once a week. Pinnacle activity, not something people have to farm. Brutal gear, I shot that down in flames a few moments ago. That's false. No. The only reason, the only things that are limited to once a week are power, powerful drops. And that's why raids are limited to once per week, because originally that's what they were. Vault of Glass was power, forever 29, right? There's no reason to limit to raids once per week anymore. It doesn't make any sense. I can grind Menagerie, I can grind Black Armory, I can grind Vex Offensive for almost identical rolls on weapons, endlessly. So, unless you really crank up the volume knob on the loot, you are provably wrong on this. The loot is base, it, it, like, like you can get loot like this elsewhere, so why not let me grind for it over and over and over again? What's the difference? It takes longer. The loot rhythm alone is slower than running virtually every other activity in the game right now. 
Every other game in the activity has better loot rhythm, better loot generosity, and the perk pools are identical. The only difference on raid guns is the perk pools are smaller, increasing the likelihood of you getting a good roll, which is a step in the right direction, but we certainly haven't arrived. Running raids for non-powerful drops would not hurt anything. It wouldn't. Ask yourself this question. How many people do you know that don't raid nearly as often and it's because of the lack of drops or they can't get what they want that's one of the most common reasons people stop raiding wouldn't you rather have people stop raiding a month or a month and a half in because they got drops that they wanted I just contrasting those two realities it becomes just painfully clear Lock to one powerful per character is still sure but with armor 2.0 if I like that armor set getting god rolls will take an eternity Right. So Zach, are you agreeing with me then? I should be able to keep grinding to try to get the to try to get stats on the armor. It sounds like you're agreeing with me, not hard disagree, but agreeing with me. I can't see I can't see generosity in raids causing any negatives. Lack of generosity in raids is causing negatives. So I think it's an easy easy slam dunk. DRG nade Oh, Dr. Janade, Grenade. Do you think uh, they did this? It's the only way you can get over 950. We've already talked about the 950 to 960 thing. Let me see where we are on Q&A questions. Yeah, there's way too many questions. Uh, So we'll take one more. Papa Prime. I haven't raided religiously since D1, as I never found the rewards worth the grind in time. You know, agreed. That's been a major point this morning. Do you think that the loot and the raid itself is worth running multiple times and putting in uh, time like the old days? Look, at the very least... At the very least, non-powerful drops would land on this loot system very, very well because they've limited they've limited the perk pools on the guns. So, like, it's way more likely for you to get a pretty good roll. So, I think I think increased generosity would would drive people to grind. Not even increased generosity. It's four drops per raid. I mean, and you can get extra drops from the chest, but they generally are dropping mods more than well, maybe not. It's RNG. So you can get you can get. How many drops can you get? There's two secret chests, right? So you can you can potentially get six drops per run. The chest seems to give more mods than than armor. Um, so that's four four drops per run. I can get four guns to drop from a run of Vex Offensive. I, <laughs> how long does that take? How long does that loop take? Kill all the Vex. In a, in a lost sector and then go run Vex Offensive and get four guns to drop while you chase a god roll and in a raid <clears throat> I get four guaranteed drops per you know one per chest because the in between chests might not give you loot they might give you the mods instead I just <laughs> what just let me run it again it, even if you're running in an hour the, the, the length of time that it takes the length of time that it takes, it's an, it's an hour. Even if, if with a smooth team, it's two hours, if not, for four drops. You, well, let's have a race. You run Vex Offensive, I'll run the raid, and we'll see how much loot you have in, in, in a couple of hours and how much loot I would have. Now, obviously, I'm not going to get drops, but we could pretend that I am, and I could see how many how many you know raid runs I can get in a four-hour period and how many Vex Offensive runs with four weapons you can get done in that same amount of time. You know, just, I just, 
it seems like a like a, a very a very obvious and needed update so I don't want Q&As to go long anymore because right now we are still playing and grinding and running raids. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, I'm probably live right now. Come on in to say no to rage.com. Say no to rage.com. And if you're here live right now, pushing follow is a free way to support me. So smash that follow button. It's the heart button. I appreciate everybody being here. We're going to keep streaming. We're going to raid. We're going to have fun. As always, please like, share, and subscribe.